This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. No one tries to be unsafe online, but during the holidays, when you give up info and privacy, you may give up safety too. Accept cookies to get holiday cookies? Ho, okay. Norton 360 with LifeLock helps keep your digital world merry and bright with device security, a VPN for privacy, identity theft protection, and more. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can opt in to cyber safety. Visit norton.com news and save 25% or more off your first year of Norton 360 with LifeLock. Hey, this is Linda Cohn from ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter is back with you. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Deezer, anywhere else you get your podcasts and your smartphone device. Download, subscribe, leave feedback, and a five-star review. We are brought to you by our great, great friends at Welch & Company Jewelers. Log on to welchjewelers.com for the best bracelets, necklaces, wedding rings, engagement rings, you name it, Daniel and Luce and the gang doing an awesome, awesome job. A big tip of the cap, thank you as well to Ken's Auto Detailing, Rosie's Corner, and our good buddies at CNY Electrical. If you're in and around the central New York area and you need some electrical work done, Sean and his team, they are getting it done. CNYElectrical.com. Consultations available. Go ahead and log on to the website and see what they have to offer. CNY Electrical is a proud ML Sports Platter supporter. So let's dive in here. Um, as I record this on Sunday night, uh, the Chiefs just got done beating the New Orleans Saints. We have the Sunday night game to go. We have the Monday game to go still. Um, but I'm, I'm going to kind of get into um, a little bit on those two games, but more of the NFL roundup sort of thing from the day Sunday and, and some thoughts on the final couple of games. The first thing that just jumps off the page here uh, tonight is – Two, well, two things jump off the page immediately. And, you know, this is kind of where I just go all over the place here for Week 15. Um, I go game by game. I connect some dots, etc. But the first two things that jump right out for me, I mean, number one, the Kansas City Chiefs play a C game for about three-plus quarters. Uh, as we record this, I'm sure you'll hear by the time this comes out, but, you know, Clyde Edwards-Alaire went down. Uh, it did not look good. He was limping. Uh, he needed multiple people to take him off. Uh, looked pretty, pretty bad. But, you know, the Chiefs, they played a C game for three-plus quarters, and they still won the game by three against a team that they very well could face in the Super Bowl. Drew Brees looked brutal in the beginning of the game and really started to come together uh, as the game went on. Uh, Did take a couple of shots to the ribs, of course, but, you know, Kansas City, they move on um, with a victory over the New Orleans Saints and the throws that, that Patrick Mahomes makes. I mean, the, the corner throw in the end zone, um, to Hardman was, I mean, I, I don't, I don't even have, know if you have any words for it. And, and frankly, I don't know as if I've ever seen Patrick Mahomes throw the ball softer in a game. I think Tony Romo was bringing that, that exact thing up over and over again in the, uh, in the telecast. And Mahomes was just, you know, again, 26 of 47 for 254 and three touchdowns, and you kind of go, oh, well, he was all right. 
know? I mean, that's kind of where we're at with this guy. Um, but, you know, again, in the second half, he made him pay. And he was the he was the MVP when it mattered most, just like when this team was down, you know, multiple touchdowns to the Titans, to the Texans, and last year's postseason of the Super Bowl, the 49ers. Um, you know, a lot of people wanted somebody else to get the MVP in the Super Bowl, and I'm like, dude, you do realize why they came back, right? It was because of this guy, Mahomes, right? Um so Kansas City now 12 and 1, 32 to 29 a victory over the New Orleans Saints. We move through the games. The other thing as my dog completely tries to claw through the carpet in my man cave. Thank you Cooper. Um, the other thing that jumps right off the page is the New York Jets and Jet fans have got to be absolutely reeling at this point. Completely pissed off that they that they beat the Rams because if the Jets and the Jaguars lose out the Jacksonville Jaguars are now in position to get the number one pick, which, wowzers. I mean, if I'm if I'm Doug Marone, I'm hoping that, you know, they really mean it with, you know, keeping, keeping me because, you know, I go out and maybe get a couple of quarterback specialists. Maybe Jacksonville will end up firing Marone and just starting new if they can get Trevor Lawrence. Um, but man alive, that jet win changes everything now. And we know that the Bills uh, were in this predicament not too long ago. You know, these franchises, Bills, Jets, were the same franchises for a long time, right? Uh, you, know, you looked at the Raiders, you looked at the Jets, you looked at the Bills, you looked at several teams, you know, don't have a quarterback, don't have a quarterback, don't have a quarterback, don't. And now maybe, maybe, maybe you've got a situation going on where, the Jets can turn this thing around quickly, and they win. And now, they might not even get Lawrence. And so, you're just if you're a Jets fan, you got to be speechless, right? Because you're like, what's it worth for, for for my team to get one win? Like, is it was it that much pride? I mean, you know, Frank Gore is that going to be one of his staple moments of his career running it in fourth and goal from you know the I think couple yard line maybe the one or the two right like is it is it worth it <laughs> you know for one game for pride <clears throat> and by the way this was pathetic by the by the Rams this was a, a, a terrible terrible loss for the LA Rams. I mean to to lose this game, to fall down um in the NFC West, horrific. And I saw Rich Semini's tweet on the Jets where he said the Jets won or did they lose? It's so confusing. They played a terrific game to upset the Rams 23-20. They avoid 0-14. The downside is they relinquish the number one spot in the draft. Is Trevor Lawrence heading to Jacksonville? Maybe we'll see this was a costly win for the Jets, and I couldn't agree more. Um, you know, look, if you're a Bills fan, if you are a Dolphins fan, if you are a Patriots fan, um, for as bad as things are for the Jets right now, for as bad as Adam Gase is, you know, we, we don't really know where things are going to go as far as who will be fired. I mean, i got to believe Adam Gase is going to be fired, right? I mean, it, it, he has to be. Um I can't imagine them keeping him around. But again, one moment and you get a quarterback, everything changes. Like the Colts were as good as gone from Indy. They get Peyton Manning and the rest is freaking history, as they say. Okay? Um, 
you know, the Saints were were probably as good as gone pre-Katrina. They get Drew Brees. They have Katrina. Everything's good. They stay Drew Brees, the fundraising, all the rest. But he led the charge, right? If he's not the quarterback, what happens? Um, your franchise can change at a whim. I mean, look at the Denver Broncos. You know, they get John Elway because he won't go and play, you know, for the Colts. Um, you can look at the Giants. You know, Eli Manning won't go out west. Eli Manning goes to the Giants. They win two Super Bowls. They up and the Patriots twice. Uh, everything changes, man. I mean, for as much credit as Jimmy Johnson has given for the Cowboys' resurrection, and rightfully so, you know, they don't get Troy Aikman number one. I mean, look, they had Elvin Harper, they had Irvin, they had Moose Johnson, they had Emmett Smith. They, you know, the Herschel Walker trade netted so many different guys on both sides of the ball, and I get that. Still have to have a quarterback. They get Troy Aikman at number one, and that really propels them, right? Like, the Jets need Trevor Lawrence in order to get propelled, so to speak, to use the same term, in the right direction. But, man, they did themselves no favors by losing, or by beating, excuse me, the Rams. They really needed to lose uh, to the Rams. And the Rams, I mean, that's that's as bad as it gets for you. I mean, they were horrific in this game. Jared Goff was completely lost um, at times, even though he had a 22 of 34 number. Um, Cam Akers didn't give him tons on the ground. Um, this was bad for the Rams. This was This was bad. And you know what? You know where I'd be concerned if I'm a Rams fan is on the short yarded situation. I just talked about the Gore play uh, at the goal line and, and all the rest. Uh, third down plays, uh, you know, screens, this and that, and the other short yardage. The Rams were getting bullied by the by the Jets. I mean, the Jets' offensive line, the Jets controlled the pace of the game. They were in control. That's an, that's an embarrassment. I mean, this was a game where the Jets were up, you know, twenty three to ten going into the fourth quarter. I mean, that's horrible for the Rams. Horrible. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's get through a lot of these games here. Uh, we're just going to kind of quick trigger them. I got through the Chiefs-Saints game. I got through the Jets-Rams game. I'm just going to kind of quick hit stuff here, and then we'll wrap up. It'll be about 20, 25 minutes here on NFL Week 15, the roundup here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by the Vince Aguirre Consulting Group, Empower Federal Credit Union, and our great friends at Rosie's Corner. If you're in and around Central New York, make sure you go grab the pizza, pasta, hot and cold subs, and wings and more. Grubhub is available for delivery, and I, yes, the stocking stuffers for your gift cards as well. The Buccaneers beat the Falcons 31-27, and <laughs> it's just two stories here, man. The Falcons just, I mean, how many different ways can you lose football games? Dan Quinn isn't even there. We can't even blame it on Dan Quinn. We can't even blame it on Thomas Dmitrov. We can't even blame it on the old regime, the 28-3 blown lead in the Super Bowl. We can't even blame it on those guys. They've been long gone. I mean, if I'm Arthur Blank, I am like, I mean, do you, do I just sell this team? Seriously, do I just go sell them and 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 go buy into something else, right? Like, do I go try to like own Zoom? Do I go try to buy a friggin' hockey team? I mean, the Falcons blowing leads left and right, and again, and actually, there's three talking points. That's the first one. I mean, they blew the lead, absolutely blew it. I mean, they were up 17 to nothing at the half. They give up 21 points in the third quarter. Brady and the Buccaneers. He's starting to just absolutely missile the ball down the field. But 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 the Falcons are still up. They they get seven in the third quarter. They're still up 24-21 at the end of three. 
and then they blow it. You know, they blow it in the fourth quarter. Tom Brady is the second talking point. He was great. 31 of 45, 390, two touchdowns, a freaking dart down the field to Antonio Brown. I mean, it was just a fantastic throw, just on the numbers, right in the breadbasket. Um, I mean, if you just watch this this throw, it was it was like it was really truly vintage Brady. Um, you know, and that's a that's a Bruce Arians offense. That throw was a Bruce Arians play that was not dink and dunk that was not you know shred him to death that was not you know throw it over the middle to Mike Evans for five and Gronk for three and screen play to Fournette no 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 that was bomb the ball to one of our big playmakers and that was the play to me that was a play of the game I mean I just thought that was a fantastic throw a fantastic read um, they got him out in man coverage. It, it was it was it was really an unbelievable play. I mean, and Brady for all the struggles and for looking forty three years old at many many times uh, this year, man, he has still made those plays. And that play was late in the game. They were down twenty seven twenty four six nineteen to go. It was a seventy eight yard drive on four plays, and Brady just bango hits him in the numbers, and the Bucks win. And the third talking point is what I've said for I think weeks now. If I'm the Falcons. I'm Arthur Blank. I got to go hire a competent GM. I mean, do you call Scott Pioli? Do you pull a Darren Daniel Jeremiah out of the NFL Network booth? Um, I, I mean, do you do you? I don't know what you do, but you got to have somebody. You have got to have somebody in there as a GM who can. Again, it starts at the top, right? You got to have somebody to hire the GM, Arthur Blank, the owner. The GM then hires the head coach. The head coach hires the coordinators. You've got to have somebody in there who can resurrect this franchise, this team, et cetera, because there is a ton of talent on this team. But the problem is, again, no Julio Jones in this game. The problem is Matt Ryan, he's on the back nine of his career. Julio Jones on the back nine, still really, really good, really, really talented on the back nine. They have some decent defenders, probably need to revamp that defense, maybe get a new system, go out and get some more, you know, better cover corners late in the game. Clearly you got to get better cover corners because they're getting burned late in these games. But you got to start to think about who am I going to trade? I got to start to go get a haul of people to remake this franchise. And in a losing cause, Calvin Ridley did it again. I keep saying it. You've got to do your thing with Calvin Ridley. He's your guy. He's your future. You've got to build around him now. He is the A number one wide receiver, hands down for this team. He's incredibly young still. He's only 25 years old. 2018 first round pick out of Alabama. And he is your number one. He's got to be your, I mean, he's your number one. He's your most durable guy at this point. I love Julio Jones, but you maybe you could get a boatload for him. You could trade Matt Ryan. Maybe you get a boatload for him. Trade maybe Matt Ryan to, I don't know, the Bear. Well, I don't know if they can take on, they can't actually take on the salary, but you get the point. You got to move him somewhere. And that's what I do. And I build around Calvin Ridley. You know, go get maybe a running back or two in the fourth, fifth round type of a thing, but you got to get a head coach in there. You, you got to get a GM head coach, and you got to find the right coordinators. That's all there is to it. Moving on, tremendous interception, tremendous, tremendous interception. Um, uh, excuse me, not interception, uh, uh, onside kick, P. 
pick, as as they'd say, not an inter- It looked like an interception <laughs> the way C.D. Lamb grabbed it off the off the turf uh, at the end of the game. But the Cowboys beat the 49ers. That was a big play, 41 to 33 in this game. I was just really impressed with the late fourth quarter poise of the Cowboys getting it done. And the Niners, with all the injuries and all the different things that have gone on, their season has gone right down the shitter. Titans beat the Lions 46 to 25. Have you heard this before? Derrick Henry is a monster. 24 carries, 147 yards, one touchdown, threw another defender out off of him like a, you know, uh, like a, a rag doll. And the Titans are 10 and 4. And I'll tell you what, when you look at the AFC playoff picture, you got dangerous coming on Ravens. You got dangerous Cleveland Browns. You got the Bills peaking at the right time. The Chiefs speak for themselves. Can the Steelers turn it around? Miami Dolphins are super tough and well coached with Brian Flores. Boy, the AFC looks really, really interesting now, doesn't it? It was top-heavy two, three weeks ago with Chiefs-Steelers. Now, maybe, maybe, maybe it's more wide open than we thought. Colts over the Texans. Speaking of another team in the AFC, and I didn't even mention them in that group. I should have. 27-20. to I just like what Indianapolis brings from a balanced standpoint. They can beat you... You know, 27-20, 35-31. They can beat you with the run and the pass together. Phillip Rivers getting it done in a losing cause. Deshaun Watson, ridiculous. 33 of 41, 373, and two touchdowns. This guy, I mean, what a waste right now. Again, like the Atlanta Falcons, the Houston Texans need a GM to find the head coach, to find the right coordinators, and surround Deshaun Watson much like the Buffalo Bills have with Josh Allen and much like the Cardinals have, even though they probably won't make the postseason, with Kyler Murray. I mean, look at, you know, in fairness, they went out and got DeAndre Hopkins. They've got a pretty solid, I mean, I think their O-line's been fairly okay this year, right? Um, But man, Watson is just, he's running for his life all the time. He doesn't have any weapons really outside of Fuller. Uh, David Johnson, I know, has the ability to run and catch the ball. I understand he's a solid weapon, but... Watson needs more. I mean, we're talking about a possible all-world talent here. Just a disaster. The Texans are a disaster. They're a complete and utter, complete and utter disaster. The Patriots lose to the Dolphins 22-12, and uh, the Dolphins obviously keep things looking pretty darn good to make the postseason. The Patriots will miss the playoffs for the first time in, I believe, 12 years. I saw the graphics. Um, This was just a, a, a Miami game where they balanced their team uh, they did all the necessary things they had to. Tua had two touchdowns running. Uh, it was not an overly impressive game for them offensively. There weren't amazing, spectacular plays, but they did just enough offensively, defensively, and special teams, and it just goes to show you how bad New England is because in a game where there was no spectacle, uh, where the Dolphins did nothing special, the Patriots weren't even close. I mean, they weren't even close. They are horrendous, and Cam Newton perhaps today, um, maybe that was his last game as a starting quarterback for, you know, indefinitely for the future. We'll see. The Bears beat the Vikings 33-27. to Kirk Cousins picked off in a last-ditch effort in this one. Great job by the Bears uh, in terms of taking the ball away. The Bears are 500, and they're really not a good team, but they've taken advantage of beating bad teams, and that's why they're a 500 team when they've had to go up against anybody that's a solid team they lose. And I just think David Montgomery is so underrated. He's so underrated. He's so good. 32 carries, 146 yards, two touchdowns. And to Justin Jefferson in a losing cause, eight receptions, 104 yards. Um, he's terrific. Uh, you know, Stephon Diggs, they traded him. 
but Justin Jefferson has gone right into that uh, rotation and been spectacular for Minnesota. But again, Minnesota is a team. I just I can't say it enough. You overpaid for Kirk Cousins. You overpaid for Kirk Cousins. And even if you were to make the playoffs, you're not getting it done in the fourth quarter with Kirk Cousins. You're not getting it done on the big stage. In non-corona times, you're not getting it done on the road with Kirk Cousins. You're just not. If you're going to take the next step, you have got to absolutely positively fix the quarterback spot. I mean, stop me if you've heard that before with so many franchises. The Bears, same exact thing, need a quarterback. That ain't going to change until these teams get a quarterback. More on Week 15 next. So ripping through these games here, ML Sports Platter brought to you by Bryant Stratton College. For every and in life, Bryant Stratton College. Two and four-year degrees are starting soon. BryantStratton.edu. Find your degree options and every and in life today with Bryant and Stratton College. Seahawks beat the Redskins. Uh, here we go, Redskins. Washington football team, 20-15. to 15. I mean, look, the story going into this game was the Washington defense has played great. What are they going to do? Bah, 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 bah. Can they slow down Russell Wilson? They did for a while. They did. And they continued to do it over and over and over again. But it was Hyde's 50-yard TD run for the Seahawks that really, you know, was the difference. Um, you know, that one big play in a game like this was the big, big difference. And, you know, you wondered what team would crack. Both teams were kind of playing a defensive game. Dwayne Haskins is awful as a quarterback. I mean, those two interceptions were horrific. Alex Smith being out did not help anything, but, you know, Washington's defense was really, really good, but Seattle punched him in the mouth as well. I mean, Logan Thomas had a good game, right? But it really just came down to, hey, which team's going to crack? And the Washington defense cracked on a run, not a Russell Wilson play, on a high breakoff for 50 yards. That was the difference in the game. Um, and Seattle just, again, a, a, a model in this league of consistency no question playoffs every year Ravens smoked the Jaguars 40 to 14 Lamar Jackson went off four touchdowns in the blowout just a total mismatch here uh just too many playmakers way too good uh, this was superior against inferior Dobbins and Brown and Jackson making plays the Jaguars now in position with the aforementioned Jets win uh, for Trevor Lawrence should both teams lose out the Eagles lost to the Cardinals Kyler Murray career high uh, 406 yards, three touchdowns. DeAndre Hopkins, he's on my fantasy team. I'm not going to the playoffs in the fantasy world, but uh, was, a, was a guy I almost dropped not too long ago because he's been hit or miss. But, man, he hung in there and hit hard as this game went on. Uh, hit a great touchdown late. And the Cardinals win. They're now 8-6. and six. And, again, one of the most exciting teams in the NFL and a team that I picked to make the playoffs in 2020. Stay tuned. Sunday night game, Browns and Giants. We'll see what happens here. I think uh, I think Cleveland wins this game because I think the Giants are going to be a little too tough defensively. I think they're going to need to come up with a couple of turnovers. And then obviously it will come down to the fantastic, um, you know, fantastic game ability and game calling of Joe Judge. We'll see if 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 he can you know kind of pull some cards out of his out of his trick uh, bag here. Uh, but I think it'll be too much Landry, too much Chubb, too much Mayfield for Cleveland. 
uh, in this game as they charge towards a postseason spot. Thursday night, the Chargers beat the Raiders. Uh, just a wild game. You know, Derek Carr goes down. Mariota comes in, has a pretty good game, uh, both running and throwing the football. But, you know, again, the story in this game uh, as it continues to be all season long, and I know Joe Burrow went out, so he won't challenge for the Rookie of the Year award, but Justin Herbert's a stud. And it's hilarious to listen to some NFL pundits nationally talk about, oh, well, Joe, you know, no, Justin Herbert, man. You know, not, not a lot of people were talking about this guy when he came out. And it's like, no, no, no. The reason people weren't talking about him as much was because Tua Tunga Viola, you know, and Joe Burrow, you know, came along. Justin Herbert, for a two year stretch, was talked about as the prospect for Oregon. Now, were the question marks there because. People wondered if he could run an NFL offense after running a Pac-12 West Coast juggernaut offense. Sure, just like it was with Patrick Mahomes when he was running Texas Tech's gadget offense, right? Well, what's he going to do at the next level? Da, 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 right? All the all the pundits, right? Talk about more about what you can't do instead of what you can do. Justin Herbert's tall, strong, good at pre-snap, rocket arm. Poised in the pocket. Terrific tiptoe footwork. 22 of 32, 314, and two touchdowns. Let me tell you, I know that Houston is out there. I know that a possible rebuild is out there either soon or after this core it, with Atlanta. Maybe that's attractive for an Eric Bieniemy or Brian Dable or somebody else. Maybe it's attractive for Lincoln Riley. I, I, I don't know. But if I'm someone who is looking to get and will get a head coaching job. I mean, my ass is going straight to the Chargers. This team has just, they're filled with weapons, led by Herbert, filled with them, right? Filled with them. Plus, by the way, I get to live in L.A. I get the, I get the weather. Like, I get Justin Herbert, you know, I get Austin Eckler. He's only been in the league for four years. Herbert's 22. Eckler's 25. I get Keenan Allen, a top 10 ride receiver, eight-year veteran out of California who's 28. I get K.J. Hill Jr. I get Mike Williams. I get Hunter Henry. <laughs> you know? I get a fairly solid offensive line that's very, very young. Sam Tevy, four-year uh, veteran. Tyree St. Louis, Storm Norton. I don't know who any of these guys are. I'm reading offensive linemen out of the out of the roster sheet here, but I'm just reading. I mean, how old they are. I mean, look at these guys. I mean, look at look at the roster. Three-year. I mean, veterans of three years, three years, four, four, seven, eleven, one, one, four. I mean, okay. <laughs> I mean, is this team not built to win now? And they were close at the end of the games this year, time and time again. And so many times it was the horrific coaching of Anthony Lynn. Defensively, yeah. Yeah, I got Joey Bosa. Yep, I got Linval Joseph. Mm-hmm. I got a secondary that needs a little bit of work. But I might be able to work with some of these guys. So, I don't know, man. That job looks really, really good. L.A. Chargers. Really, really good. So, 
Boy, another fun week, obviously, uh, in the NFL um, across the board. Um, I did a podcast solely on the Buffalo Bills um, winning the AFC East. Uh, I'll end with that here, just talking a little bit more about them. Um, it's just a great feeling. I mean, if you're if you're a, a member of Bills Mafia, it just feels so good. It feels like another box was checked. It feels like something we don't have to talk about anymore. And while I got to mention the Packers beating the Panthers too, it's kind of a kind of an Aaron Rodgers played, you know, average for him, and they they won by eight. Uh, I didn't really see a lot of this game because I was focused in on the Alabama-Florida SEC title game, which was magnificent, by the way. And they should just take the Heisman Trophy and give the arm and neck and the shoulders to Mac Jones, like the body to, like the, the upper body to Najee Harris and the, and the lower body to uh, to Devonta Smith. <laughs> God, Alabama is so ridiculous, man. They used to win games 2017 with play action and defense, getting more turnovers than you. And Nick Saban adapted to the game the way it is with a modern offense, and now they're scoring in the 40s and 50s. It's absurd. Um, time and again, it's, it's just absurd. Alabama and Clemson are absurd. Um, so it was it was kind of a you know a, a one-sided affair. It was it was tilted. Green Bay's a far better team than Carolina. Um, but the Bills, you know, 48 to 19, and to me, like they were just in control the entire game again, right? Like there were moments where like you're up you're kind of looking at it and going, mm, this game is is ours, and then bang, Andre Roberts fumbles, right? And it was another moment where you're like, how's this team going to react? Poof. <laughs> Poof. They react with a 59-yard drive with Jake Kumaro, of all people, catching a touchdown, which, by the way, followed three straight red zone penalties, right? I mean, that was Ike Buttiger, Bodiger uh, hold, I believe, the Stefan Diggs OPI, uh, the Deion Dawkins, I think, false start. I think I said it was a hold in my Bills podcast, but it was actually a false start. I can see him moving back now as we speak. Um, but Alan Comcool collected bang, and then Denver gets a touchdown late. You're like, okay, 21-13. I had never had a doubt. Never had a doubt. They get the ball at the start of the half, seven plays, 43 yards, right off of Andre Roberts making up for it, running half the field, if not more. Bills take it in. Then they get a turnover. Touchdown. Jerry Hughes off the strip. Trey White. Then a field goal. Then a field goal. And the game's over. Devin Singletary, a little makeup, you know, a little mop-up action with a touchdown late 51 yards, which, by the way, looked like Denver quit towards the goal line. 48-19. And they've overcome the beginning of the game against Pittsburgh where the offense couldn't get anything going and both defenses had great game plans. Bang, they get a pick six to get momentum in their favor going into the second half. 49er game. Fourth and one, don't get it. San Fran goes down. They're at the one-yard line. Bill stop them on fourth down. Here we go. Momentum back with Buffalo. Then Moss fumbles, and then San Fran takes it in. You're like, oh, maybe this is the game where the Bills are going to... Nope. <laughs> you know, right back down. And then they dominate the rest of the way. The Patriots game. Oh, my God. Still can't beat New England. If they take this in, I swear to God. Boom. Zimmer strips the ball from Cam Newton. Those types of plays, those types of sequences. You know, this team, everything is coming together. You you, you see it. If you're a Bills fan, you're following this thing. 
You know, they were up big against the Rams. They blow the lead. Allen gets the ball late. He converts. The Raiders game. Late. Allen again. They face adversity with the two play the two games against Tennessee, Kansas City. Don't know when you're playing. Is it going to be Sunday? Is it going to be Monday? What about Corona? What about facilities? They lose. They get stomped by Tennessee. They get, even though it was a one-possession game against Kansas City, you never felt like the Bills could beat the Chiefs. The Bills got beat at the line of scrimmage like crazy in the rest. They got railroaded with the ground game of Kansas City because they wanted to take Mahomes out of it. And the Bills came back and won three in a row, beat the Jets, beat the Pats, beat Seattle. And you're like, okay, here we go. They're down to the against the Cardinals. Allen drives them all the way down with a crazy slingshot throw to Stephon Diggs. You're like, okay, they're going to win this game again. And then the Hale Murray happens, and you're like, Jesus. Man, they have a bye week. How are they going to react? Well, they've reacted with bing, bang, boom, boom. Four straight wins. Chargers, Niners, Pittsburgh, Denver. Dominating in these games. And now they have two games left. They're 11-3. and three, And Allen is playing out of his mind. Diggs is playing out of his mind. Beasley's been great. The defense is peaking at the right time. And they're winning games in the regular season right now. Um, the way that you need to win postseason games. And I think the expectation right now is to go win a postseason game at least. At bare minimum, you got to at least do that. And, you know, this is a a team that's been <clears throat> really, really good in the red zone offensively. And defensively, they've been way better on third down. Offensively, pretty good on third down as well. And they're doing the big things right now that make them look like a top-tier team in the NFL. So, yes, one, not done. I know what the shirts say. I thought those shirts were stupid because everybody knows that no football team ever says, oh, we just won the division, we're all set, this is our expectation, see ya. (laughs) Nobody does that. Like, clinch a playoff berth. Oh, we're good, we're happy. It's a box to check, but... Nobody believes that, so why put a shirt out like that? I don't get it. But in the sequence, right, of the Brandon Bean, Sean McDermott era in Western New York, you're checking boxes as you go, as you grow, as the culture has changed, as the drafts have been better and better. The Josh Allen era, free agency, trades, Stephon Diggs, Cole Beasley, picking up cornerstone players on your defense, signing them, offensive line, Deion Dawkins, Mitch Morse, John Feliciano, you know, Matt Milano, Trey White, Tremaine Edmonds, right? The Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, safety tandem, the best in the National Football League. All the building blocks the last couple of years, picking up guys like Singletary and Moss and Gabe Davis. Brandon Bean being a shark, knowing what he needs to do with the salary cap. Those sorts of things coming to fruition as division champs. Congrats to McDermott, Bean, Pagula, Terry and Kim, both Pagulas, Bills Mafia, 25 years, been a long time coming. I was a high school sophomore (laughs) the last time this team won a division. It's just mind-boggling, but they get it done. And again, again, I know that they want more, but for the here and now, a box you needed to check. No doubt. The ML Sports Platter is brought to you by our great friends at the Al and Angus Pub. Stop by all week for lunch. Of course, the curbside pickup of the Al and Angus Pub. If you're in and around central New York, the best darn Angus burger 
in town. And don't forget about the Lobster Bisque with Matt and the gang out there as well. The Allen Angus Pub is a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Big time thanks as well to Liverpool Physical Therapy, Empower Federal Credit Union, Welch & Company Jewelers, and our great, great friends over at Camillus Golf Club. If you need a golf membership in greater New York State, look no further than our good friends at Camillus Golf Club. They've got it all, man. The 2021 memberships are available now. Log on to CamillusHillsGolfClub.com. CamillusHillsGolfClub.com. You're going to want a membership. It is a shop maker's course. It's greener than green. The greens are in fantastic shape. And of course, after your round, you can stop by Tippett's Gastropub for a tremendous flatbread pizza, burger, and a couple of draft beers at Camillus Golf Club, the official golf course of the ML Sports Platter. The 2020 memberships are available right now. Hit me on Twitter at Mike L Sports. Thanks for listening to the ML Sports Platter all over the major platforms where you get your podcasts. That's my Week 15 NFL Roundup. And I will take, even though the game will happen, you'll know. I'll take the Steelers close on Monday night by a touchdown. They're not playing well right now. As I always tell you, enjoy the games. University of Maryland Global Campus was established to bring a respected state university education to working adults at home and abroad. 70 years ago, we sent professors overseas to educate service members and their families on military installations and on the front lines. Today, we're online because that's where working adults need us, that's where you need us. We'll support your commitment to being a successful student with services that fit your lifestyle, and we offer more than 90 programs and specializations for where you are and where you want to be. University of Maryland University College is now University of Maryland Global Campus. We go the distance because times have changed, but what we're made for hasn't. UMGC offers online support for veterans, including resources at the Veterans Resource Center, no-cost digital materials replacing most textbooks, virtual advising, transfer credits, and lifetime career services. Speak to our dedicated military and veterans advisors who can help you find the right degree for your career path. Visit umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by Chev. With Prime, get light bulbs delivered in a day. Edison would be proud. Indeed, I'm proud. Get your everyday essentials delivered fast. Prime changes everything. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.